Making connections is tough. It's important to make sure that as an educator realizing that you're gonna make mistakes and there's gonna be some students that you never are able to connect with. And so what you're saying, like normalizing that the process is not gonna be linear, there's gonna be mistakes. Right, right, we're talking about connections. And if we're talking about real connections, things are messy because people change and students will test that connection to make sure that that is authentic. Welcome to Learning Success Podcast with Deo Moano Consultancy. Today, we're gonna to be talking about building authentic relationships. And I'm here with my amazing colleague, David Billick. How are you doing? I'm doing great, I'm glad to be here. So excited to talk about this and, uh, and dive in. David is actually our solution architect and he focuses on the intersection of technology and resources and tools for our partners. But David was a teacher for 10 years. Yeah, we just kicked, school just started most recently and parents and students are trying to build connection and relationship with the teachers. We recently wrote a pot, uh, blog that talked about building authentic relationships. And today we're gonna talk about the importance of that because in teaching, that relationship between a teacher and a student is a critical part. So David, you wanna tell us a little bit about your background, what, how you got into teaching and what your experience has been um, as, a, as a teacher? Yeah, um, as you mentioned, I've, I've uh, been in education for, for over 10 years. I was in education for over 10 years. Um, I started as a paraprofessional and um, just as my introduction to being around students, being around a classroom and uh, quickly sort of transitioned uh, to um, being a teacher and uh, worked in, in uh, private school, uh, public schools. Um, and uh, even uh, worked in higher education. I currently uh, still teach uh, classes. So um, yeah, I've, I've, I've really been in every part of, of education um, and, and seen a, a lot of, uh, seen a lot of different students, a lot of different educators and, and been in, in a part of some, some great teams. That's great. Thank you for providing that context. At Deo Mono Consultancy, a lot of our work is around helping teachers build authentic relationship with students and their family and their guardian in order to help that student engagement. So my question to you is, as a math teacher, what was your experience like in terms of being intentional and creating that space where um, you are building that authentic connection with your, your students? And I'm just curious, in your reflection, if you can provide some maybe techniques and tools that you use that you felt was most useful in order to establish those relationships? I guess it's a good thing to start off to say making connections is tough. I mean, it, it, it is so important and it, it's really difficult. Um, I think it's, it's important to make sure that you, as an educator, are realizing that um, you're going to make mistakes, um, you're going to do it wrong, and there's going to be some students that you... You, you never are able to connect with. And so what you're saying, like normalizing that the process is gonna be, you know, it's not gonna be linear. There's gonna be mistakes. There's right. Gonna be right, right. We're talking about connections. And if we're talking about real connections, things are messy because people are, people change. And if you have a connection with, uh, with somebody one day, it, it may change in the next day. So I think, yeah, I think setting that context and normalizing the fact that this isn't easy and that's exactly why we're doing it as educators um, is to is to make those connections and make sure that you know that that um, that people are 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 valued um, and you know and students are going to test that too is the other thing too is that you know um, students will test that connection to make sure that 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 
is authentic. So I, I think that that's probably what I would say the biggest thing is to make sure that as an educator, as a teacher, that as an administrator, that you're authentic and uh, because that's what students are gonna notice first. Um, and, and I think leading with, when you're wanting to make a connection, leading with that vulnerability and saying, I wanna make a connection with you, not starting necessarily there, but just starting with, here's who I am, here's what I'm interested in. I always try to t uh, start my, my classes at the beginning of the year with that. Here's, here's who I am, here's what I've been involved with, here's what I like to do, I, I, you know, I'm a musician, I like to cook, um, here are my cats, um, you know, all those things to, to start those conversations and start those connections because that's when students will realize that you're willing to make a connection and start to reciprocate that. So part of that is actually normalizing you outside of the context of just a teacher by introducing these other components of who you are as a human holistically that students might make connection with and say, oh, Mr. Billick is also this, this, this. Absolutely, because you know, that's what you're wanting, I think, students to do too, right? Is in their, in their lives, all of the things that they're doing is to come into this classroom for an hour a day and to sort of put all of that aside and do, you know, in my case, it was mathematics. So, you know, I'm asking students to, to kind of put themselves in that context. So I want them to see me in that context too, that I'm a person that has all of these other things going on. And I'm also putting that aside to come in and, and to, you know, to be a part of the classroom. And, you know, and, and, and I think that that's where a good connection starts is them is students seeing you in that role and so that they start to open up as that that they are also a student who has other things going on and interests and and um, and I think that then that's when you can make those connections of picking up on those interests um, seeing what they're interested in maybe it's something that you have a connection to uh, oh you're also a musician let's talk music or um, wow I love that that drawing um, I've also done some drawing. But also you can connect with students around things you have no idea about. Um, wow, um, I have no idea about motocross, but that's what you're interested in. So please tell me more. I mean, people love being the expert on a subject. You know, let students be the expert. That's such a cool uh, dynamic is, to, is that, that you get to be you know, the, the learner and it shows them that you're interested in what they're doing and helps them be more interested in what, what you're doing in the class. Thank you for sharing that. So my question to you is, and this is something that we've seen in a lot of our consultant work when it comes to helping teachers and educators build stronger relationship, is that there are certain times of the year where it makes sense to be hyper-focused on building connections. So usually in the beginning of a semester, in the beginning of the year. But then in a subject like math, it is there is a lot of doing aspect of task, right? Like you're introducing a formula, whatever it is. But I also wanted to backtrack. In the measurement of the teacher's KPI, they're not saying how well Mr. Billick build relationship with the student. That's not really a measure that you're getting measured in terms of reflecting on if you're doing a great job or not as a teacher. They're gonna look at how your students are performing. And a lot of times that's where people end up focusing on. So once those milestone times are gone in terms of the beginning of a semester or beginning of the year, how did you ensure that just on a daily basis that components of continuing to build those authentic relationships were occurring? Like, what did you do in your practice? If you can get practical here, it'd be really helpful. What did you do to ensure that even though the building relationship aspect wasn't essentially like a KPI that you were being measured on as a math teacher, how did you ensure that 
it was part of your practice on a consistent basis. So let's say like we're in the middle of a semester and they've been working on a formula. Could, the students are providing their homework and maybe a test or quiz is coming up. So you're trying to ramp up the students to make sure that they all perform well. In a day like that, how do you still prioritize that touch point of like that authenticity of connection? Like what are some of the stuff that you did? I'm curious, even from a reminder, how did you keep yourself reminded that this was an important thing? But more importantly, how did it then show up on a daily basis? Yeah, I think that that's where that authenticity comes in is that, you know, you're, you're doing, you're making these connections so that, that students are able to be more confident, are able to, to do the work. And that's what's really important. And I think it's important to, to use that work in order to reinforce all those things. So like, for example, you know, I made it a point, uh, the first, you know, the first class I would let in- students introduce themselves and I would learn their names and I would test myself on those names. I would take those home. I would, I would learn those names. I would go through them and I would use that as a connection so that students knew that I knew their names so that when we got to that point in the semester where you know, um, we were, you know, no longer in the, the beginning stages, but now we're in the, you know, you need to know this for a test that I could use that connection so that they, to build their confidence. So I could actually say their name and say, you know, did you, um, what do you know about this? I could kind of make that connection. Um, and I think also too, that you, um, you know, those, those connections you can use in the classroom to say, um, you know, you can point out a student and say, um, did you hear what so-and-so said? Um, and you can use their name and call them out in the classroom so that you're, you're talking about the material, you're focusing on the material, of course, but the way that you're doing that is by building, continuing to build those relationships by helping students to see themselves in the classroom and ultimately building their confidence, right? Because they, they really, that's, I think what you want to do is that, that you want to build their confidence so that they can, um, they can find themselves in the classroom and that you can, you know, you can accomplish those goals of having them understand material. Um, yeah, cause you're right. You know, like you're not being measured on how many names you remember. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember you're, you're measured on how, how the students are doing. But by remembering those names, by calling out those names, by knowing about their interests, knowing who they are, you can relate those things and help them realize that, um, you know, they're valued, that, uh, you know, raising their confidence, all those things in order to, you know, to, to help them to achieve those, those results, which is what you want. And thank you for bringing up the name piece, because the name is actually the first intersection. That's the point of contact, because if a student is raising their, their hands, that's how you're going to call them out. You're going to say... So and so and that name recognition and recognizing the name and remembering their name is such a critical part in that initial engagement. And some folks take that for granted. And, and knowing that you might be in a classroom where there's different pronunciation and different dialect of different representation of names, some teachers struggle with that. And the students that are on the receiving end of it, if maybe they don't fit the mold of that community in terms of their name, and if maybe there's a nickname or if there's a different version or maybe the last name is easier to say than the first name, some teachers end up making those alternatives. And then from, from the receiving end, then the students, they feel that impact. Absolutely. I would say, you know, speaking to teachers, let students introduce themselves because people go by different names. Um, people have different pronunciations. People, you know, let, let students introduce themselves to the class. It lets them say their name in the class 
It helps you to say their preferred name, whether that's a nickname or whatever it might be. Um, and, and I think it, um, yeah, it, it sets a great tone, uh, for, for the, for the, for the class. Um, those names are really important. And, you know, I've heard, I've heard a lot and, 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 you know, I guess I'll, I'll call teachers out, you know, teach a lot of teachers I've heard say, I'm not good at names, get good at names. You know, you, you need to know, you, you need to know those names. That's important. It's really, really important. So spend the time, you know, say the opposite, say, you know what, I'm going to learn your names. Um, I, I am going to know your name and, and call and use those names. It's really, really important. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's one of the most important things you could do at the beginning of the year because, um, because it really sets that tone and, um, and, and it really, you know, it really allows students to, to be themselves and to, and to, um, connect on a, on a very personal level. Their name is so important. And that, that humility and that vulnerability is actually the key, right? Like once you identify that there's certain gaps that might interject in your relationship with the students to be able to recognize it and then welcoming the students in the experience to say, Hey, I might be struggling remembering your name or pronouncing your name, but I want to make sure that I'm doing it the right way. So please educate me anytime where I drop the ball, just let me know. That takes a lot of humility and, and vulnerability to be able to, to level set. And some, some teachers actually struggle with that, right? The ability to come alongside and say, hey, I might drop the ball here. Please keep me accountable. Yeah. 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 That humility is, does not show weakness. That humility shows that you care. That humility shows that you, that you want to get better. It sets the tone for what you want your classroom to be, that you want them to do that also, right? By saying, pulling a student aside and saying, I just want to make sure that I'm saying your name correctly. That communicates so much. It communicates that you value that person, that you would care to follow up. Um, it shows that you, that you want to put in that respect. Um, and, and then hopefully students reciprocate that and, um, you know, and, and it creates that culture, um, you know, day in and day out. That's great. Well, David, thank you so much for joining us in our first learning success podcast that we just relaunched. And we're going to have more podcasts around teaching techniques, around building authentic relationship, building resiliency, building grit. And, um, and we hope that you all share this podcast share the link and hopefully um, if there's things that are valuable, please let us know so we can continue to create uh, different interviews that are relevant to challenges that you're facing. So David, if there's one thing that you would have to leave for our listeners uh, in terms of what they can do to continue to build authentic relationship in 30 seconds, what would you say? I would say, and this is what's I think overlooked. We, we often try to do a lot of stuff as teachers. What can, what, what can I implement? What can I do? What can I find? What activity can I do? I think the most important thing, and I've gotten this feedback from students who years later have come back to me and said the fact that I showed up consistently and authentically every single day, just showing up and just being who you are, just making sure that humility, that consistency is there in your classroom is really, really important. Um, sometimes it's not about what we do, but just who we are. Um, and, and, and that shows through that body language, um, those, um, you know, showing up every day the same way um, can be the most impactful thing that we can do as teachers. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, David. I um, hope you enjoy our podcast, Learning Success. Subscribe, share. Thank you.